What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, and another episode. <laughs> yes. You got to feel that in your spirit. You understand what I'm saying? You got to feel that. You feel me? Feel it deep down on your bone and in your bones on this good Monday morning. You feel what I'm saying? But listen, welcome again to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast. What's your boy, Devontae? Uh, wow, this is not Devontae. It, well, it is, kind of. Same, same person. Tied a pie guy, right? Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is episode 184. Now we just put it on a docket to stop playing, right? This episode 184. When do I get a chance to stop counting, right? When <laughs> Not real talk. When do I get a chance to stop counting? Huh? I got to get somebody in here to be like, what number we at? Cause listen, my brain cells be, you know, they be a lot. And sometimes it just be, you know, I, I can't remember all this stuff. But you know, we here. And that's and that's okay. Because we we right on time with the episode 184. You feel me? And I appreciate everybody for coming in. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of, of the podcast. Um, please subscribe to us wherever you follow or uh, listen to your podcast. Um, we are on <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio. We're on all the major and little podcast platforms that you can get your hands on. Okay, we're here for the people. You feel me? So that's why we're everywhere. So make sure that you tap in and subscribe, follow, like, and share. Um, please follow me personally um, at Ty the Pie Guy on TikTok and Instagram. You can just put Ty T Y Pod the T H E Pod, and then God. That's it, bro. You know P O D G U I. That's it, right? We'll have all the links. You know what I'm saying in in our description box and everything. I appreciate everybody that's on live with me um on my facebook page you feel what i'm saying i appreciate it it is um right now it is i believe uh, can't take the time let me take the time it is 8 41 right now um here in new york uh city you feel what i'm saying and it's a beautiful beautiful day today you know uh, well actually it just got mad cloudy but it was a beautiful day earlier you feel what i'm saying when i went upstairs it was a beautiful day earlier um but we have a lot to get into guys we got a lot to get into today. Um, well, well, yeah, we got a lot to get into, get into today. We're gonna. It's, it's basically a lot of a lot of things. Um, oh, now listen here. This chair. Now listen. Okay, let me sidebar real quick. This chair, real quick. I sat down in this chair. I want to say a couple days ago, right? And I almost fell to my death. Not even going. Not even exaggerate. Almost fell to my death. Man, I sat down in my I said and, and I have to sit and, and listen, these chairs, they they cheap. We I understand that. I'm I'm on a budget. Okay? People on the budget. We just need chairs. Okay? So for me, we got the toolbox in the in the in the you know, in the kitchen. And you know, I'm making sure these screws is tight, cause listen. You know, I sometimes sit down hard on these chairs. You know what I'm saying? I can plop down. You know, I don't I, I don't intend <laughs> to plop down, but I just you know, I just, uh, it just happens sometimes. But you know, for me, I just be like, um, 
I intend to plop down, but I don't plop down. I just, you know, I, I tried to gently sit my happy ass down. And as soon as I tried to sit my, my ass down, I literally like it was like the one of the legs, the one of the screws came out the legs and I almost saw the light. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, no, this is crazy. I don't oh no so we just you know went back into a box got some got a new screw put that up and you know screw that in make sure it was tight you know what i'm saying but still listen these chairs from amazon they look they, they, they listen they they gonna do what the money you pay for gonna do and 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 they doing it you know they they holding it on <laughs> these chairs on their own man they they hold it but we have a lot to get into, bro. We we got some things that I really want to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. We're going to talk about Bow Wow on this Millennium Tour again. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, we're going to talk about Nick Cannon. Um, we're going to talk about Colin, Plow, Colin Powell briefly. Um, he just passed away. It was reported. Um, the Chicago Sky, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the IRS taxing money transfers from money apps we'll talk about that um <clears throat> mvp and the clown of the week and for the opinion topic of the week we're definitely i'm going to give you a more in-depth review of dave chappelle's um special the closer um i'm here to tell you right now before we actually get into the show i kikied i can't lie to you the whole time i kikied okay that that's just what it was i had a kiki it was it was a funny special um and for him to have that as a as as the closer you know what i'm saying as you know the wrap-up for his uh netflix contract good good one good one um but before we actually get into everything we have to give a very 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 special happy birthday you feel me to a person who has become literally one of my favorite people in the world my girlfriend miss beverly solorzano you feel me so once this episode comes out later today make sure that you hit in the comments and say happy birthday all right you feel me happy birthday babe yeah that's right you feel what i'm saying all right so let's get into it should we get into the clown or the MVP? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go into the clown. We always go into the clown of the week. Clown of the week this week. Now, I don't know if y'all watched the Today Show. Um, TV, for me, is really just non-existent. It is not what it used to be 10 years ago. Like, I really used to be in the TV. Like, if you could tell me, like, me and the television used to be cousins. Damn near. Like, I was glued to the TV because the TV had all the good movies, you know, we had a VHS tape at the time, so I'm watching Lion King here. I'm watching uh, uh, Toy Story here. You know, the TV was glued, you know, and my grandma was watching the news, so I'm, I would always watch the news with my grandma or my mama. We always glued to the news, right? And the Today Show was one of those shows that, you know, my family particularly, you know, liked to watch, right? And so... Um, when Hoda and Jen, uh, Jenna got on the, you know, Today Show and had their segment, I actually liked them, right? I actually liked their spunk, their pizzazz, you know, everything that kind of, I, I, and I'm not going to lie, I actually liked Hoda a lot better because she, she came with a, a little flair, right? She was kind of the redhead, Jenna was the blonde, so it was like, 
Hoda wouldn't ask those crazy ass questions, but she she would bring the respect, right? Jenna, on the other hand, has asked some some of the some some wild. She has some wild moments, <laughs> um, and I think they both have as a, as a, as a unit have had some wild moments. But I think this 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 moment here deserves a clown from Jenna on her side. Um, they had MC Hammer and his son on the show, and. Uh, I believe they were talking about financial wealth and um, generational wealth. Uh, and he's, his son has started a business, right, that's actually gaining a lot of traction. And so, and it's doing very successful. And so in this clip, you see that Jenna goes and tells MC Hammer's son, like, you know, Success is hard. Okay, no problem. You're right about that. That's that's nope. That's not that you know, that doesn't deserve a clown tie. Here's where it got a little choppy for me. And I think even for him, because if you watch the interview, you can see how he felt played. She goes and says, Well, your dad was at the top of his career, right? Your dad was at the top. And then tries to transfer it over to him and says, Then what happened? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't an interview about MC Hammer. This is an interview about MC Hammer's son and what he's doing for not only his community, but actually, you know, being a, a very young entrepreneur. You as a and I'm and I'm taking this personally because we're 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 in the we're in this space. Right. I, I, I congruently say that I'm in the space. I'm in the same spaces as these people. You understand what I'm saying? So the fact that you went upon your, you took it upon yourself to take it that far and say, your dad was, and and it was so sarcastic, right? It was such in a sarcastic tone. It was such in a, just in a, just in a, just like, ugh. Because then MC Hammer says, well, he's low-key too young to even understand all of that. And you shouldn't even say that to a child. And she understood. Hoda looked at her like, first of all, when the question was even asked, Hoda looked at her like, why would you even, the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> like, Hoda looked at her like, <laughs> you know how you, you know how you, you get in front of a camera and you kind of have to play that, that give you that fake laugh. <laughs> that's, that's basically what Hoda was doing. Giving the flame, like, listen. And again, this may not mean shit to y'all, but for me, I pick up on the pin, I pinpoint shit now. And it's like, I can dissect the interview like, like nothing. And I'm like, I'm looking at uh, Jenna and I'm like, you really just didn't. Because afterwards, she then says, I shouldn't have asked the question. Yeah, you think? You don't tell a child that, especially on national television. You encourage them. I, 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 I'm probably 99% to 100% sure that him having MC Hammer as a father, MC Hammer has already told him or maybe even laid some of the blueprints of his success and his downfalls to his son already. They don't need you, the blonde, to be sitting here 
and saying shit about this. This is what you came in there to do a job. You tried to take it somewhere that it did not need to be. And you played yourself. That's what happened. You played yourself. Don't play yourself. And that's how you handle shit like that. Because MC Hammer was like, listen, he's he's I'm teaching him how to build generational wealth through my, you know, through through what I've been through and everything. He 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 articulated his response so well. You understand what I'm saying? Because it felt like Jenna was trying to come for you and 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 play you. And it was just like, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Come on now. You, 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 we, 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 we too grown for that. You feel me? And I think MC Hammer is at a place in his life where, listen, I did what I did. You feel me? I'm making that back. My son is sitting. I'm teaching my son because that's where it's at. It's about teaching the next trying to have them not make the same mistakes that we did you feel what i'm saying not have the same mistakes not make the same mistakes and try to build them up for success that's it so jenna go back into the lab and try it again you feel what i'm saying because that wasn't great that wasn't great that that wasn't great at all uh our mvp of the week is go back to the docket uh, Roy and Maul, listen, if you if you ever listen to the Joe Budden podcast, you know, um, you know, for the last basically like four years, it was the Joe Budden podcast or Roy and Maul. As we also know <laughs> uh, that Roy and Maul were I, I, and, I, and I don't even want to I don't even know how to even say maybe let go or, you know, Joe would, you know put it to joe it was fired you know what i'm saying i don't know how you would categorize that but um joe roy and maul started their own podcast and they are now with um i believe it's serious and got a 10 million dollar deal full di- full control 10 million dollars full control for their podcast you understand what I'm saying? And then Joe, right, goes and says something slick out of his mouth. And we're not going to, you know, get into that because this is a positive moment right here. And I feel like. I feel like karma is a bitch on Joe's end. You understand what I'm saying? And that's and, and, and honestly, you 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 have to you have to look at it like that in my eyes. Being a, being an in-depth fan as I was of all three of them, okay? And maybe not understanding everything that went on, you know, behind the scenes or maybe nothing that went behind the scenes, but what it portrayed out in the open and what you have told us. Joe, you fucked this up. You did. This was, this was at your hands. Sorry. This could have been handled behind the scenes. Everything before all of this shit happened. It's going to be handled behind the scenes. And I've watched Rory and Maul's podcast. They do an amazing job. They're funny as hell together. You understand what I'm saying? They ain't got to be the best of friends, but they friends nonetheless. You feel me? They cool as hell. They got each other back. And they making 10 million. 10 million. Five apiece? We good. <laughs> We're good. 
Get, give me five. I'm straight. Hell, give me five. Give me fifty. I'm fifty thou. I'm fine. We can make something work out of that. And and you know, the landscape is changing. The podcast landscape is changing. The media landscape is changing, and it's amazing to see these brothers continuing to work. Continuing to get their bag. $10 million just to talk? Come on now. Come on now. Like, that. that's a dream. That's a dream. Like, no, no talk, no cap. That's a dream. To do what you love to do for $10 million? What? Oh, stop playing with me. I got full control of all of this shit? Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. That is, that is amazing. I salute those brothers. Shout out to them, man. Because that... That's great. That that's 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 great and that's amazing. Like these dudes are continuing to fuck the game up. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of us in the podcast game, we're looking at them like, okay, how y'all gonna make this happen? How is how is the Royal Mall podcast going to um you know differ? Because we have all of our, you know, all of the 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 the, the, the media giants, the 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 Royal Malls of the world, the the academics of the world are not coming out with podcasts. You understand what I'm saying? And, and really, you know, disrupting, you know, in a sense, the podcast landscape, right? I love it. I love to see it disrupt this shit, make some shit shake. You know what I'm saying? I have honestly, I, and, and to be honest, I haven't listened to DJ academics podcast after the Takashi and, um, uh, what's, what was that? The whack 100 interview. I haven't listened to this podcast after that. So that's that. Cause I'm, I'm more of the, you know, for the people podcaster. So I'm listening to, you know, you know, I'm, I'm listening to me back. I'm listening to, you know, podcasts like the drunk as hell podcast or, or the jungle as hell is podcast. What I say? The drunk as hell. <laughs> he going to be like, what the fuck is that? Hey, that should, I just actually gave him a fucking episode. The drunk as hell episode. You feel what I'm saying? Put me down, Darius. Real talk. You feel me? That's an episode. Ha ha. Listen to me. Um, all right. So let's get into it. The IRS is about to start taxing a lot of you businesses who are not um, doing things legitimately through uh, those. Um, how can we say money transfer apps? You feel me? So the Venmos of the world, the PayPal's of the world, the Zales of the world, the uh, what, what, what are we talking? The um, the Apple Pay's of the world, all of those. However, you get your payment, um, anything over six hundred dollars, they will be. You have to report to the IRS as a business. Now, if you're sending this as a friend or you know, you know, hey, best friend, here's here's some money. Happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to get taxed. But if you are a registered business, legal business, or, hey, this is a business period, they're going to track your ass. And don't think. And here's the thing. I hate when people be like, man, they ain't tracking. Nigga, they've been tracking for decades. What do you mean? A lot of the technology that is coming out that we think is so new, they've probably had in the can. You feel what I'm saying? 
video conferencing calls and all that shit was happening back in the 2000s, bro. It just wasn't out to the public. Duh. <laughs> like, high officials was doing this before we could do this. You understand what I'm saying? So, I just, I'm, I'm listen, pre-warning my people and others, be careful you feel me? Of how y'all moving with your businesses and how you getting paid. Because they're going to want to see it. They're going to want to see it. You feel me? So uh, be careful. Be fruitful. <laughs> Real talk. Uh, and 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 don't and don't fuck this up. Okay, don't don't fuck up your business over a few hundred dollars. Real talk. Don't fuck up your business over a few hundred dollars. Trust me. Hear me. Don't fuck up your business over a few hundred dollars. Okay, it could it could be handled. You feel me? Do what's right and do what you can. <laughs> Cause listen, I think the IRS was like, I'm we're sick of it. <laughs> they like all these we're sick of it. We're tired. And y'all not going to keep playing us like this. IRS was like, y'all not going to keep playing us like this. Y'all not going to keep playing us. Y'all not going to keep. You're not going to keep sitting here sending this money thinking that everything's not going to be taxed. But then my thing is, well, wait a minute. Oh, well, yeah. Because, I mean, the people's take a fee. And like Zell, Zell don't even take a fee. Zell just is straight to you. So how you do that? This is like, how are you going? How is the IRS going to really tax people and how they send money to folks you feel me that is that's, that's gonna be interesting y'all let me know in the comments what y'all think uh we want to just say rest in peace to colin powell it was reported that he passed away at 84 um due to um covid uh relations and um i think yeah complications with covid um so you just want to say rest in peace to colin Powell, sending love and uh healing and uh prayers to his family and his friends um really um, so yeah, what else? Um, Nick Cannon. So we're going to get into Nick Cannon and Wendy Williams simultaneously. So Nick Cannon, if y'all have, we, we love Nick Cannon over here. Let me just say that first of all. Okay. We love Nick Cannon. I've, I've followed Nick Cannon. I study Nick Cannon. He's somebody that I really, really study. Um, just because he has his hand in everything. You understand? Radio podcasting. Um, talk show you know nickelodeon you know nick uh, you know everything everything he's he's everywhere he's doing everything um and i think he's really a jack of all trades i don't think anybody can get like the rock but i think <laughs> nick cannon could get really really close like if 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 the rock came out with a tv show i or a talk show right i believe that a lot of people would 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 like it right but it would be more tailored to the rock's personality and how he moves nick i remember nick coming on the wendy williams show and saying that he was ha he was starting a talk show in the same company uh damar mercury that wendy williams has as well right and so we see this new show nick cannon comes um uh hey nick right and i've watched a couple episodes of it you know, support my black brother. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm, and this is before I say the numbers that you know were were reported for his 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 um 
his monthly quarter. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the show. Um, my thing was, you know, Nick was, they said Nick was going to try to take over Wendy Williams slot. My thing is Wendy Williams has solidified that slot. No matter how much you despise her, hate her, don't like her, whatever. She is the queen of mess. And everybody at 10 o'clock, every woman, damn near LGBTQ, um, IA individual, damn near us, everybody want to see Wendy, whether we hate her or love her. When we looked at, when I looked at Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon looked fly in his suits, okay? Nick Cannon looked cool in his, 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 you know, his loafers and shit. But Nick Cannon, the way they portrayed him on TV, I'm like, brother, I know you from Wildin' Out. <laughs> okay, I know you from your radio show. I know you from your podcast. I don't know this Nick Cannon up here. You feel me? And I know you're trying to broaden your space into a more wider audience, but brother, this ain't the way to go. You were, this is bad. You're not... In that space of talk show, you feel what I'm saying? It just wasn't, it it doesn't feel right. Daytime talk show, right? That's a, that's a space. When we talk about daytime television, we're talking about the view. We're talking about the real. We're talking about Wendy. We're talking about, um, we're talking about these shows who people have investments in. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not talking money investments. I'm talking about time coming to their couches listening to what you have to say and what you have to say matters you understand what i'm saying why people have listened to the view for so long why they're in their 25th season i believe um is because they have interesting points of view everybody has a point of view right they're going to disagree they're going to agree they're going to sit there and but they're going to make the show is always entertaining you understand what i'm saying something is always happening Right. We have the real, which has switched cast members, but I think has gotten a core cast right now that really mesh right now and has been meshing kind of greatly since they've been paired. Right. With Garcelle, uh, Adrian, uh, Jenny and um, Lord, I can never Lonnie Love. Right. And so that's a good pair. That's a good four. Right. And that that's covering the younger base of women who watch daytime television right then you here comes nick right well actually here comes wendy who has been dominating the daytime space for 12 years now 10 plus and then here comes nick who who said maybe a year or two prior like yo i'm having a show too i would love your support wendy was like that's cool <laughs> and she was like that's cool and if i would have known nick was going in kind of this direction because my thing is lover or hater wendy never switched up for you she was gonna tell you what it was right she may not have no friends in the industry after her career but i think at, at the end of the day you have to respect that she never switched up and she always kept it a being in that chair you understand what I'm saying? That's what I really respect. And that's what every person who gets into media, you have to look at Wendy Williams and say, I may not like her. 
I may not like what she stands for. I may not like that she's always messy and shit, but she's kept a lot of people relevant. Let's keep that a being for a long time. You feel me? So when we talking about that and Nick comes on this platform with, hey, Nick, I'm like, oh, man, this is. Whew, this ain't going to be this ain't going to be good. Right. I'm not I'm supportive, but I'm like, this is not going to be the the this is not the talk show that I thought it was going to be. And honestly, it just didn't go well. Nick. In daytime television, you have to hit a certain number. Right. You have to you have to hit a certain number. And for Nick, I knew that that certain number one going to be it. He didn't hit his numbers. Now, he did do four hundred thousand every day. That's a lot. Right. That's a lot. If you look at it from the perspective of 400,000 people a day for your own talk show. And again, Nick, this is probably a dream for Nick Cannon right now to be on daytime television. So this is maybe whether this is going to be long term, whether this is going to be long term or not. You feel what I'm saying? I think this is a dream for him. I think at the end of the day, 400,000 in my eyes is a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of uh, people. 400,000 people a day tuning in to that because to me it wasn't, it's not good. The content's not good. The way Nick presents the content is not good, right? I would have more radio hosts, podcast hosts, Nick, on daytime television. Give me your authenticity. I can tell you're trying too hard, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you can hear his laugh on daytime. I'm like, what the hell is that? What is, what is, what? And then, you know, it's been, it was reports that, you know, he, he, it was, he wasn't pulling any guests like that. Trying to get guests to come on the show and they like, ah. Because it's like, Nick, we love Wildin' Out. <laughs> well, you know, we love your radio show. We love your podcast, daytime television. Ah, you know, ah, that's steep. You know, that's that's steep. And you're trying to be less messy than Wendy. It's not to say you're trying to down the messy, right? And when I think what Damar Mercury kind of understood and kind of understands is that Wendy is the queen of messy. That the people are going to need Wendy, which leads me to Wendy Williams, right? Wendy Williams will be coming back with her show, but will not be on the show. Now, as has been reported, Wendy Williams has been, uh, she has been a, uh, in the hospital fighting um or actually you know i think she's been discharged but she's been recovering trying to um get get herself together and which i believe she should damn it stop trying to come wendy williams stop trying to come to the goddamn purple chair okay let me tell you something you need to get your health together you have fainted on tv okay you have looked drunk on tv you have looked high on television. 
You need to get yourself together, madam. And again, I'm going to say this again, no matter how messy, how disrespectful you can get, you are definitely still respected. A lot of people may not have sympathy for you, but they have empathy for you. You understand what I'm saying? You need to get yourself together. We reported this last, last, I think it was last episode or the episode before. Your son is almost like, yo, there's an ultimatum going on, ma'am. Get your life together. You're like 50 what? Something? Bro. Mm -mm. You have all this money. You just reportedly bought a condo in uh in in the meat packaging district, okay? That's overlooking the city. 4.4 million condo. Dollar condo. That's overlooking the city. Work on you. You need to be like Ellen and let this shit go. Ellen is like, yo, I can't do this shit no more. Wendy, you need to be like, yo, I can't do this shit. You got lymphedema. You're trying to get your life together. You're trying to get your life back in order. Have you even healed from your divorce? Huh? No, you haven't. I can tell you that. Tabitha Brown told you that. <laughs> Real talk. You need to heal. You have a lot of healing to go through, my baby. A lot of it. You're sitting here acting as if things are just going to be okay. Things are just going to be right back to where they need to be. Sweetheart. You are the queen of daytime, okay? But as sometimes as the queen, you need to step down off that goddamn throne and off your pride to get your body together before God gets your body together. Now, you can interpret that how you want to interpret that, but see, when we don't listen, when we be hard-headed, God will sit here and sit our asses down. And maybe this is God sitting your happy ass down. And saying, shut the fuck up and get your shit together. Because sometimes we think God is going to go or, or Jesus is going to talk to us all nicely and shit. You've been talking to niggas crazy for like 25 years plus radio and television. Do you think God is about to sit here and talk to you all nice and shit? No. <laughs> he going to tell you the real. I love you, my child. But get your shit together. Like what? You have a son over here who wants to see you healthy. You have people over here who want to see you go, you, 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 you get your shit together. And you are literally sitting here trying to get back to work. Let me let me say this right now, and, and this may sound disrespectful as hell. But I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck those people that work for you. Because obviously, in my mind, when they seen you going through your downward spirals, they did not take the time out of their schedule or whatever to sit here and say, we have to pull back the show for Wendy. 
No, they kept your ass working, Avi. So now's the time to get yourself together. Fuck your producers. Fuck your bodyguard right now. Fuck um, what's the dude who be who be who who be giving you the topics? Fuck him too. Fuck your audience right now. You need to get your shit together, Wendy. Fuck everybody at that damn show right now. Hell, fuck Damar Mercury and them. Fuck them. And get your shit together, Wendy, before you sit here and die. Real talk. Nobody wants to see that. But the more you keep pushing and not getting your health together mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, you will poof. And we don't want that. So get your shit together and stop worrying about everybody else and worry about your goddamn self. God damn. I mean, going into that, <laughs> Bow Wow, Lord have mercy, we back on the, we back on Wheezy, Bow Wheezy. Um, now, as everybody knows, the Millennium Tour has, has started up again. Favorite people, Soldier Boy, Bow Wow, uh, B2K, all of them, Yin Yang Twins, East Side Boys, all of them, you know what I'm saying? That came, you know, the 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 songs that made us crunk, you know, the songs that, you know, got us in our feelings at an early age, you know, Icebox, you know, all of those good stuff, you know, you know, what was what? A, yep, in my white tee, you know what I'm saying? All of those, you know, Soldier and all of them. But Bow Wow took it upon himself to, of course, make make. I feel like cause drama. <laughs> I feel like he just causing drama, bro. He goes on. Um, sorry. He goes on uh, his 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 Instagram or he goes on his live and says, I started this shit. He had a I feel like he had a um, who, 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 who made one of those moments. Who had a moment like this? Right. And I feel like a lot of artists have these moments. What did you I mean, what did you start? Right, a lot of us are just like, we started this shit. We st- what did you start? Bow wow. <laughs> what did you start? What did you start? I just want to know. Right now, granted, okay, you're one of the kings of the millennium, Omarion, Chris Brown, all of them. I'm surprised y'all didn't get Chris Brown on this tour. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all got a millennium tour without Breezy? How is that a millennium tour? It first of, y'all got Lloyd. I seen Lloyd. I seen uh B2K. I seen Bowweezy. I seen uh my thing is how the hell don't you get Chris Brown on this millennium tour? This is the millennium. You know how many girls fall the not fail, falled over Chris Brown back then? What? Man. How the hell y'all didn't get that? But anyway, Bow Wow is saying like he started this shit. He's not getting the proper respect he deserves on the Millennium Tour. Bye, la, 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 all that good stuff. Bow Wow, what are you looking for? Are you looking for your flowers? Here's your flowers, Bow Wow. You literally are a proprietor in the music game, okay? Yes. Yes, you are. A lot of people will not admit it. 
because Bow Wow, you are not one of those people that people look at and say, hey, he started this. You're not. That's just reality. When I go around and we talk about music with other folks who really know music, we don't say Bow Wow. Now, we definitely say Soldier Boy. We definitely say Soldier Boy. But we don't say Bow Wow. We don't even say B2K. We don't say Marion and them. When we put y'all in that millennium category, yes, we talk about y'all. But when we talk about universal music, we don't say Bow Wow. That's just facts. That's not to be disrespectful. That's not to be shady. But that's just facts. We don't say anything about Bow Wow. He started at a very young age, yes. And a lot of these kids probably took the little off him. He started that. I'll take that. Little Bow Wow. Everybody's a little now. You can have that. You can definitely have that. But when we talk about like, when we talk about, excuse me, just musicianship, bruh, like you were an okay rapper. You were okay. It wasn't like you was dope. <laughs> you were okay. You were good. Especially when you got older, you were straight. You have like, let me, let me make this clear. You have hits. Do not get that twisted. You have hits. Let me hold you. Only thing that keeps me up. I yeah, you got you got you got hits, my boy. But again, that does not say to me, oh, Bow Wow was a top five rapper. No. I'm not gonna say Bow Wow is a top five rapper. No. I don't think anybody's gonna say that. Did you start a trend? Did you start something in the little department? Yes. Because everybody wanted to be a little. Okay, we got, we got it. But we're not saying Bow Wow's a top five rapper. No, we're, nobody's saying that. And you have to get that in your head. We give you your flowers for that. We give you your flowers for being one of the kings of the millennium. But that's it, bro. I don't know what else you want. You got the you got hits. I don't know what else, oh shit. I don't know what else you want. I don't know what else you want us to say. I feel like you want us to put you in a category of Wheezy and 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 Jay and all of that. Like, bruh. Nah. <laughs> just be okay. Just be okay with what, you know. Just be okay with that. Right? And be okay with being on a millennium tour right now. First of all, be okay with making money right now ungrateful ass you know how many people not making no money right now you know how many people out here struggling you on fucking social media talking about mm, and you you don't respect me man shut up and go make your money omarion sitting there blessed highly favored making his money lloyd sitting there blessed highly favored making his, you know what i bet you lloyd and uh uh, uh and omarion go and just sage their whole room I bet you they 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 be in, they 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 chill and and hang together. I bet you. I bet you they're the best of friends. They don't give a fuck about Bow Wow. They be like, man, pff, all right, see you, <laughs> bro. We're coworkers. Like we cool, but this is coworker shit. Man, all right. Uh, last time before we get to the um, pain eight topic of the week, I want to give a shout out to the Chicago Sky. For winning uh, the uh, WNBA uh, championship, their first WNBA championship. And listen, we had to make a meme, okay, because the MVP of that game 
Yo, she looked at this white girl so tough. <laughs> it was the toughest look. I had to make a meme out of that. Okay, the Bleacher Report uh, posted this picture of her on a page. And when I tell you, what was, let me see. Hold up, 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 hold up. Because I think we can. Only thing that keeps me up. Like Bow Wow got hits, y'all. You know what I'm saying? He just—he was just doing a lot, bro. Talking about ooh, nobody like me. <laughs> what you? Mean? Oh yeah, Kalia Cooper. Shout out. Right, like um, she was the MVP of that game, and she gave the meanest look to this other player uh, uh, on the opposing team. And I mean, it was like the what? Okay. Thought you said something. I was like, whoo. But shout out to Chicago. You feel what I'm saying? Bring home another ship. You feel me? Shout out to the Chicago Sky. You feel me? I feel like the WNBA is on. It's on another like. It, it, it's on a glow up. On a big ass glow up that is, 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 is glowing up like way too late. But thank God it's happening now. You understand what I'm saying? Like. I see a lot more people talking about it and they need to stop. Ladies, I don't know who made the rule of y'all not dunking, dunking for real, but I need to see some dunks. Okay. I, I want to see a windmill. I want, cause I know I listen women. Let's, let's keep this a bit. A lot of these women out here can ball better than the dudes in the, in the league. I know a lot of people going, yes, wrong. Yes, wrong. No, no. These Have y'all seen Love and Basketball? Okay, we'll leave it there. Because um, who, who really made it to the league? Uh-huh. All right, then. That's it. Okay? Who really made it? Huh? That's it. Like, literally. All I want to see. You, can I get some Duncan? I... <laughs> I want some Dunkin' Donuts, too. But can we get some dunks, man? I want to see some windmills. I want to see a dunk contest. Let these women dunk. Let the women dunk. That's my new protest. Period. When it comes to the WNBA, that's my new protest. Let the women dunk. Next season, I want to see dunk. It was a dunk that one of the, uh, the I think the centers did on the Chicago side. And it was, it was, it was like a cute dunk. I was, cause she, I knew cause she wanted, I think they get fined for that or something like that. But like, it was like a nice little cute. I'm like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. You jam that shit. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You, and I know she, I know, I, I know she wanted to take it to the house. Cause listen, you not playing like that on the real court. Okay. When you go to the street. These girls is dunking women. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to see that arm to the back with the ball in hand, like and like. Douche. Want to see that, man? Like, why can't we see that? I feel like I'm just like that's. I feel like if we get that, shit would go. Shit would go crazy. Hell, we'll probably watch. The, I think. Ooh, here's now. Here's here. Hear me. Hear me. What if they're not dunking, dunking for real because they're afraid? Not not the WNBA, but the NBA is afraid 
that if the women start dunking, they gonna be better than them. Now for me, I'm like, yo, do that shit. Take money away and shit like that. But no, we putting we putting people in the seats. That's not to say we're taking away from the NBA. That's saying we putting we putting more people in these seats. Okay. Three point challenges. All th- like, yo, we we need to make it more visible. Everything. So shout out to the Chicago Sky for bringing home that shit. Um, that that was that was um, well deserved. Uh, I think that's it. We're gonna take a five minute break and then we'll be back to the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Ty the Pie Guy, and we will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back with the second half of the show of the Opinion Brother Podcast, episode one eighty four, with your boy Ty the Pie Guy. And listen, we are here to discuss the closing. Okay, Dave Chappelle special. We briefly discussed it. Um, kind of, well, not, well, not even discuss the full, um, actual special, but just discussed, you know, kind of the intricacies of what was going on in the media, um, the backlash that it was receiving early. And, um, I wanted, um, to see how the backlash was going to, you know, be how much it was going to push. Right. Um, and then I watched it. And so, you know, me and my me, me and Bev watched it. And um, like I said in the beginning of the show, man, it was a key. It was a key. It was funny as hell. Um, here's my thing. We understood where um, people could get offended. Right. When he talked about. Um, though, when he had those trans um, transgender jokes. Um and gay jokes, honestly. I, I, I can see where people got offended. But if we're going to be honest, and I'm and I'm going to take it there, um, I think mainstream white America in that community got offended. Uh that's really to me what it was. I haven't really seen anybody and 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 a lot of the people that I watch on YouTube listen to podcasts from um, some of those people are from the LGBTQ community, right? And black. You understand what I'm saying? And so when I hear them come, because I want to hear what they have to say, right? Fuck what I got to say. I'm a straight man, right? I'm a head, I'm, 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 I'm cisgender male, right? So fuck what the fuck I got to say. I want to hear from them. And when I hear them speak, they're like, this is a key. This is funny as hell. This is, this is, this is what, this is comedy. You understand what I'm saying? Um, now this may not be comedy to a lot of other folks because of sensitivity reasons. Uh, but <laughs> it was funny because somebody posted a thing like how, and I'm going to say it. They were like, how, I don't understand how men could take penis, but not take a joke. <laughs> right. And I was like, great analogy. Because I'm like that great comparison. Because I'm like, I, how don't you, <laughs> right? And again, to me, the closer was uh, a key. I think the um, I think the main joke that got everybody, you know, up in arms, you know, was the the the, the baby joke. And as I said before, when I watched the clip, and even when I watched the special. Uh, 
I didn't see anything wrong with it. Me personally, I think he made a great comparison. I think he was talking straight into uh, the America that we live in because a nigga could shoot another nigga and not have any consequences to their to their to their career. Right. In a sense where the baby shot a dude. Now, it was out of self-defense in Walmart, but he killed him. And that's what it was. And still the number one streaming artist in America up until what he said. Now, again. We said on this show, what he said was out of line. What he said was out of line. But do you see? You understand what I'm saying? We can shoot and kill and that be okay. But as soon as we say a joke about the LGBTQ community, it's a rap. It's a whole rap. It's a done dilly. It's a, it's, 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 it's. It's done. Your career is over. Da, 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 da. And so he said at the end, I'm not saying any more jokes about you guys until we can have a common. And, and I like this because nobody talked about this part of the goddamn uh, movie. Everybody. And see, here's the thing. This is why I wanted to watch it, because I'm like, the backlash got to come with something. And he knew my thing was y'all. Y'all are y'all are reaching when it comes to this. Y'all are reaching. And here's why. He knew from the moment he got on the mic that he was going to get canceled for what the fuck he was saying. He knew it. Nobody discussed that. He knew. He does not give a fuck. That's Dave Chappelle. He's been doing that for the last five specials. So do you think he was going to give a fuck this special? No. No, not at all. So then that lets that tells me, okay, it's a little reach, but let's let's see what you let's see what you got to say. And my thing was his jokes across the board. Anybody could have got offended. I could have got offended. My best friend could have got offended. My girlfriend could have got offended. My boys could have got offended. My mom could have got offended. Dave Chappelle's people could have got offended. My thing is he taught he he had a rape joke in there about himself. That was mad awkward. Right? It was mad awkward. It left me and my me and my girl like, uh, do we laugh at this? Like, <laughs> like we don't and it was it was it was a, a, a not a it was a molestation joke that, you know, something happened to him. Right? And it was just like, do we laugh at this? But it was dark humor. He's always had dark humor. And it's like, damn. You can really turn that shit into pain, like into a joke. Not everybody can do that and make it funny. So my thing is, a lot of people could have got offended by this fucking uh, special. It was the closer. It needed to offend. My thing is, Dave Chappelle is one of those comedians that talks to the reality of what the hell is going on. Nobody does it like him. And even comedians, your favorite, my favorite comedians will tell you nobody does it like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle sits here and tells us the reality of what's going on through comedy in such a raw, dark, humorous and funny ass way. And I love it. You're calling for his 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 special to come down. And it's like, for what? Because you can't take the truth sometimes. Because the truth hurts in your face. Sometimes you have to accept truth, people. 
Let's 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 talk about that. A lot of truth was said in his comedy. And I think that part, I think a lot of parts when it came to, especially to the baby uh, 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 comparison, that's a great part of him, great truth. How many people have gotten canceled for jokes or for something they have said on stage as a comedian about the LGBTQ community? And those same jokes are then refurbished through LGBTQ comedians. Because those comedians will tell you, yo, we tell those jokes. We laugh at those. Okay? We laugh at those same jokes that Dave Chappelle is telling. So what are you reaching for? What's the reach here? What are you mad at? For real. I, that's my, I think that's the common question for me. What are you mad at when it comes to the special? Because to me, anybody could have been mad. Anybody. There could have been anybody mad at this special because he talked about everything and everybody. Okay? Now, when we got to the um, the trans woman, right? Who he worked with. Now, <laughs> again, online, they would love to sit here and just give you the bits and pieces, so this is why you watch. He talked about her and you know her coming to the show and you know her him giving her an opening act and her bombing for 45 minutes but then when they were having a dialogue on set or on sh on the sh or, um on stage um somebody yelled out something very vulgar and very disrespectful and she came back with a a funny ass rebuttal tore the whole house down like it was hilarious right and they said they had a moment right there where she was just like, basically, see me as a human being. He said, bet. Bet. I see you as that. So when Dave did Sticks and Stones and said, made those, those, made those, um, uh, transgender jokes, she came to his rescue. And not to say came to my rescue like Captain save -a but no. It's like, let me defend this man's character because... Y'all don't know this man. And social media will sit here and allow us allow us to believe like, yo, Dave Chappelle is not. No, bro. How many of us have have watched Dave Chappelle since 2000? Listen to him. Watched his specials. Watched his show. We know how far this man can go. He's never shot away from a topic. Has he, has he crossed the line? Absolutely. But who the fuck has it? Okay. It's all about how you move and how you do it. Now, again, I'm sitting here asking, what are you, what are, what are you mad at? Okay. We get to it. And the show and, and the special, basically, he goes into it as saying, you know, they dragged her on Twitter. And then six days after, they, you know, he sees her, she commits suicide. Whoa. So it's funny to me how sometimes the LGBTQ community can sit here and demean, demolish, and disrespect their own. Let's just say that, okay? Their own and support the few. Hmm? 
Because again, I'm listening to people who are in this community, podcasts, radio shows, all of this. There's no, there's no mad. They can see why people get mad, but there's no, there's no, there's no anger here. What are you, what are you mad at for real? What's your attitude? What is the attitude? Why are you so upset? What did he say that offended you? Was it fact, fiction, or truth? What, what, what was it? Was it both? I genuinely want to know. Because there's a, there's a level of sensitivity that we definitely have to have. But at the same token, I've been around various um, uh, LGBTQ members, if you want to say, or the community. When I tell you the same jokes that Dave Chappelle has made, yo, they make it amongst themselves. You go to a gay pride one time. Go to a gay, go to a pride, go to a pride, and I guarantee you, you will not have the same, the same outrage. I'm telling you, I went to a pride event in Grand Rapids. When I tell you, what? Jokes flying off the handles. Me and my boys like, damn. And people are laughing. This is not no cry boo-hoo. This is laughter amongst their group, right? People sitting here laughing at each other, like making jokes and shit like this. And maybe that's amongst them. But that's a comedian who talks about the realities of the world. And that's the reality of the world. So what are you mad at? What are you offended by? When you when you guys tell these jokes on stage, when you guys sit here and try to tell the black jokes on stage and everything, what are you offended by? Tell me. Real talk. Because I want to know. Now, do I believe Netflix should have suspended the dude who won or the person who wanted to sit here and, you know, cancel the special? No, that's just that was that was a little egregious to me. That was a little that was that was a lot. Now, if it was putting detriment and harm on Netflix, then I get it. But I also believe like, ah, that was a little far. But I think at the end of the day, like, bro, Dave says what's on his mind and what's going on and the realities of the culture and what's happening in reality i think we are so built into social media too damn much to even understand what's going on in this big blue world that a lot of you think is a spear i mean a lot of you think it's flat i'm sorry because it's a fucking spear but a lot of you think this shit is flat again right I just want comedy to be comedy, right? People are going to get offended, sensitive, all of this stuff. You 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 got to know some of your LGBTQ friends, right? Um whoever that you love or whatever, you know they've listened to Dave Chappelle probably, right? To the Richard Pryors of the world, to the Eddie Murphys of the world. Like they've they've listened to this. 
You understand what I'm saying? Now we're not. I'm not denouncing that there isn't any discrimination and 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 disrespect towards the LGBTQ community on a regular basis. We've seen it. We've um, uh, talked about it, right? Especially on this platform. But there's also a level, I believe, of sensitivity that needs to be handled across the board. And what I mean by that is let comedy be comedy because we cannot sit we cannot sit here and say this is not the realities of the world when we see this on a daily basis. You may not because that may not be your reality, but he's telling you what he sees on a daily. This is what's happening around him on a daily. This may not be happening around you on a daily. But this is what's happening around him on a daily. And again, some of you can relate. Some of you cannot. When it comes to anything that Dave Chappelle says. Again, I find it hilariously funny that we pulled that joke again. Right. And tried to cancel him off of that. Hell, when he had the again, when I talked about him and the and and him having the molestation joke, we could have canceled him for that shit, right? Because it was an awkward joke. It was just like, how do you? But no, 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 no. So to me, it's a reach. I'm sorry, may get canceled for it. Don't care. But I feel like it's reaching. If you got offended, I understand your your I understand why you got offended. Okay, real talk. But at the same token, he's a comedian that literally has perfected his craft. This is not a comedian who has done this for a year and just starts talking about. No, this is a person who has a multitude of people around him. Those who are heterosexual or not. So stop thinking that everything is about you. Personally, whoever is behind the keyboards and shit like that, thinking that it's about them, maybe you just need to get your shit together. Huh? Maybe you just need to get your shit together. Maybe that's just what you need to do. Stop being mad at the world all the damn time. Being mad at the world put frowns and and wrinkles in your face. That's not cute. It's not sexy. So we just going to leave it there. Um, I would say go watch the special. I would say go watch the special, man. It was it was a funny ass special. Talked about a lot of shit. Left you thinking. Left you like, oh, and but at the end of the day, it was funny. But it talked about a lot of the realities that we see right now in our world and our country and our culture. The lot of realities that he sees around his. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at did he did he cross did he tote the line cross it of course that's Dave Chappelle he's going to do it he's going to make controversy going to make conversational topics to talk about and discuss that keeps us talking about him and like he said fuck Twitter who the fu- who the fuck is a Twitter bitch it ain't even a real place 
Who the fuck do y'all think y'all are? Like, I don't, I don't know who the who the fuck gave Twitter or Black Twitter or whoever the rain and hams and shit like that. The king, of, but bitch, y'all know Twitter can get the fuck on anytime, and Facebook can delete everything. Shut, like, stop thinking y'all are so big on these social media platforms. You ain't big enough for these motherfuckers to send somebody to come whoop your ass, and that's real shit. Don't think just because you got a million likes or comments on a, you know, on a comment that you done posted about this shit and you mega famous just for being a keyboard dumbass warrior is, you know, don't think that these celebrities cannot send nobody to come whoop your ass and break your shit. But again, I digress. You understand what I'm saying? What the fuck do I know? All right. We out of here. Y'all be good. Y'all be easy. Um, follow us uh, again on Instagram and everything on my live. I have everything up there. Uh, follow me on TikTok again at Todd the Pie Guy. You can follow us uh, on Instagram at tob double underscore podcast and on Facebook at the Opinionated Brother Pod. Make sure that you cop some merch. You feel what I'm saying? We'll drop a new coupon code this week um, for the Halloween season up until November first. We do oh. Yes, and exclusive merch, uh, merchandise for the Opinionated Brother will be um, exclusively there until November 1st as well. So make sure you copy your exclusive TLB hoodies. Um, it's the logo in the front and the back, the regular logo and the uh, After Dark logo. So make sure you cop that. We will have those, um, the link in the bio and everything. All right. I love you guys. Peace. Love. Hair grease. I, and I will see you on Wednesday. Love. Peace. <laughs>